Yard podcast. And if you're listening to this on our streaming platforms or on YouTube, thank you for listening. And hopefully everybody enjoys this episode. And hopefully everybody enjoyed that previous episode with Carson Michaels. And everybody heard the stories that you probably didn't hear from Carson Michaels, especially what's the future plans of WWA. But now, we're not going to be talking about WWA, but instead, we're going to be talking about someone else that you probably may not heard of. This person has held the WCEF champion for 401 days, also former global champion. He may be known as Xavier, but he is my friend, so I'm going to call him Trey. So, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my friend, Trey. Thank you. Thank you for that warm introduction, except we're not going to talk about the, you know, the little botches that happened right before you went alive. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> yeah, I, Heck, I even botched. I even botched on Beyond the Yard. Wow. I mean, everybody botches. Apologize. Yeah. yeah, for sure. But thank you for having me here. Like, you know, like, I think it was maybe a few months back, I think, where I was talking to the one and only. I'm a plug his name in there like mr apache king okay apache uh, we, king. Were, we were talking and he was like hey if you were interested of expanding your horizons on like backyard wrestling like there's this guy his name's Derek destroyer acw that's wherever that's when you came in and like first comes Derek destroyer here comes me like getting introduced to all these other guys like the guys mm-hmm. who pretty much paved the way for backyard wrestling you know guys like right. you know like guys like maximus roman or like Matt Thunder, I mean, like, these are guys I didn't even, like, know about until, like, maybe a couple months ago, which is For really real? interesting, because, like, I remember he showed me, like, that, I forgot which one it was, but it was, like, maybe one of the first times Matt Thunder and Max went at it, and I was like, okay, what, <laughs> what's going on here, like, this is insane, mm-hmm. and then, I don't know, like, it expanded my horizons, and now I'm uh, somewhat, uh, I guess I'd say, like, a casual viewer of Backyard Wrestling. I'm not going to tell you that, oh, like, I watched it in my meantime. I mean, like, honestly, I like, I wasn't even watching Backyard Wrestling, con- like, semi-consistently until, like, mm-hmm. a couple months ago. Like, more so, like, I don't even need to talk or anything. Like, I more so just watch the WCEF side of things. Okay. So, you know, like, I'd be looking at that. But obviously, I'd, like, I get most of my inspiration, like, look at, like, watch the shows at WWE or, like, AW or, like, impact or those different shows like see what i could do to like have the savior character and like what can i excuse me what could i use that these other people do and apply it to my moveset to my character so i'm just like huh so like if i see like there's a reason why i do the whole i don't know if you've seen it like i do the whole jericho judas effect like that's like inspired by that or like i'll pop out like the kill switch or yeah i think i've seen a few clips of that yes Yeah, yeah yeah so yeah, I'm like, inspiration all over the place, man. That's pretty nice. Yeah, um, one thing I was going to say, you you brought up that you kind of got inspiration from WWE or or, a, or AEW or Impact, you know? Yeah. Um, Like, for example, like, we get inspiration, like, if we want to, like, do a storyline kind of similar to that or, like, have a character arc similar to that, you know, we could do it on, on Backyard Wrestling. Or better yet, we could create you know, a storyline that yet WWE or AEW hasn't used yet. And that's what's cool thing about, you know, but uh, backyard wrestling, because like, if you create that storyline, you know, no one's going to criticize you. I mean, people could criticize you, but like, 
they can't take that away from you because you know yeah. you're making that storyline, not them. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I think like a really, really crucial part of backyard wrestling its story, because like if the viewers don't have anything to sink their teeth into, for real? it's really it's just a match. It's it's just a match. So like you know, have like a really good story. You need to have like the climax of the story, and then you have the payoff. And the payoff oh, is well. I mean, I think true. I think that the story more so if it's like a really good story, but it's like a eh, match. I mean, like it's not the it's not terrible because this is a really good story. But I mean, like it's still like crucial because, mm-hmm. like for example, um, I don't know if like any of the viewers are, you know, I don't know if they're that familiar with WCF, but a year ago we had a storyline. It was um. I was a WCF champion, Xavier, versus another guy. His name's Red X. And so we had this storyline where, okay, Xavier's a WCF champion. Unstoppable. Red X, however, just retired King. Just beat our guy Warrior. So what's next? So we have a triple down match. Xavier defends. He wins. Then at the end, it's his music plays. It's like, okay. Mm-hmm. So then we build it off of Red X has gone his entire career being a complete tyrant, disrespecting wow. everybody in his way. And then he comes to Saber, the WCF champion, and disrespects him. Saber's about to hit it. Saber's about to cut a promo. And so he interrupts him. Completely just interrupts him, disrespects the hell out of Savior. And then Saber, all Saber says is, Actions have consequences. So that being wow. said, Savior goes and attacks Red X's father, but not because not because he wanted to, just because in his eyes, Red X made him. Like Red X has gone his entire career and everybody, but mm-hmm. he's not gonna go and disrespect Savior, the champion. So he beats up his dad, completely makes his life a living hell. Then you have to pay off. And I don't know if anyone's ever seen this ever in their life before, but I like to believe that me and Mark. Me and Red X put on probably one of the best matches that doesn't really get too much attention in backyard wrestling. It was uh, Saber versus Red X for the WC title at Broken 2. And that was probably a, it was one hell of a payoff. I mean, we did, it, we did another match after, but like mm-hmm. that match right there, just like the storytelling, the, the story, just the story itself. The story is everything. So I just want to just put that out there. Okay. I remember at the beginning of this episode, you stated that, you know, you you just started watching, I think you said Maximus Roman versus Matt Thunder. Yeah. And, like, were you thinking about, like, well, like, were these wrestlers from different federation, like, having a match? Or, or what was going on from there? Um, I was like, okay, like, maybe, so, like, I'm not going to lie. I didn't watch too much of it. But okay. I, know, I know enough to the point where... You look at a guy like Maxim Froman, small guy, and he completely owned that bitch. Like, completely. Bro was intense. Bro was just everything wow. that personifies a professional wrestler. Uh-huh. And it's Matt Thunder, the – I'm not sure what he was. He'll every face, but he was there, and he was bringing back that intensity. Mm-hmm. And it's like – I mean, I, I took – I see these guys, and I'm like, my God, like, I know – I think Thunder went – indie not so long ago i mean i don't don't think he does this anymore but i'm like wow like what if because like i remember i've gotten compared to him before but like 
by Pepsi King. And I was like, yeah, the song, your song's off the charts, almost as good as Matt Thunder. And I'm like, okay, Matt Thunder. And I got looked into his matches and I'm just like, man, this guy's really good. And I'm like, oh, damn, he looked, he went indie. Like, would have been badass. Like, True. It, it's like looking back on this, I'm like, Savior and guys from different federations. Like, imagine, like, imagine. Just imagine. I'm imagining. Go ahead. Uh, I think it'd be like, I don't know, like Matt Thunder, Maxis Roman. I mean, like, there's some guys I could only wish I could get to the ring with, like, this instant. There's guys like the retired Jack Delta, who I wish I could have gotten in there with. Um, I've said I, I wanted to get in there with RJS. Yeah. For real? Um, I want to run it back with Jacob Wayne again, eventually. Um, For real. Your recent guest, Carson Michaels, I've gone through a little bit of his stuff. Solid. It'd be cool. It'd be great to get in the ring with him. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I know... Um, I remember Patrick King, he showed me your channel. I've watched a little bit of stuff. I remember watching that one match with... Uh, I think his name's Caution, right? Okay, Caution, yes. Yeah, that dude, Caution. Yeah, um, I watched that. I was like... You know, like, with the right story, with the right... Everything. It took three years. But yeah, we pulled <laughs> yeah, it off. Yeah, three years. I mean, like, I can... I can 1,000... I can kind of relate to... I can kind of relate to that because I remember me and Jacob were supposed to go at it a while ago, but then like scheduling mm-hmm. conflicts were kind of just like, oh, we can't. And then when they we finally had everything filmed, people were like, oh, is Xavier and Jacob Wayne still going to go down? And we're like, no, I'm sorry. And then like, it's going to have to be a hard no. Then the next right. video, he pops up. So that was uh-huh. nice. Yeah. The, I would always rate, well, so far at the moment, Unless if something else comes up in the future, I would always rate, you know, Derek Destroyer versus Caution the Virus, probably like one of my top five best matches in the yard because, yeah, not only the match but the story. Because, okay, three years ago or four years ago, I don't know, but you get the idea. So a few years ago, you know, I met this kid online, mm-hmm. you know, TWF. Ooh, I was like, oh, who's this? Then I'm like, oh, I I left a comment. I was like, hey. You know, you guys are pretty cool. I was interesting if I could contact you guys. They probably have to like or something. Then next week or so, they did a Q&A. And I was like, oh, what if I left a question? Hopefully, they'll answer it and say it on, on the channel. Then they said, you know, what if we did, you know, match you and I? Then it was like, hell yeah, let's do it. So after that, him and I, we started, you know, getting to know each other, started talking about it. So in this phase, we weren't friends yet. We were just, you know, two each were just getting to know each other, you know? Mm-hmm. So, throughout his show and my show, we would call each other out. So, that will keep, you know, building up the story. Then, when we were supposed to have our match in that summer, he didn't show up. Because he probably couldn't, you know, travel because with finances going on. So, we kind of had to delay it until next year. But, what we didn't know was, next year was, you know, 2020. And we all know what how that year went. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of not a bad year, but it wasn't the right year. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that it was a bad year, but like, I kind of had some downs in that year. Like, for example, I dislocated my knee. I got shaved on YouTube. So, yeah, <laughs> no, that was a fun, a fun experience. So we're talking, hey, whatever happens, I still haven't given up on this. So, I don't know how long it will take. I'm still down to travel to North Carolina. 
And it was like, okay, you pay. So last year, the summer of 2021, I went to Iowa because that's where I went to go work with horses and tracks. And since that moment when I traveled, I had my own set of wheels. I was working, I almost made like almost a thousand a week, just like four or five hours in the morning. Jesus Christ. Couldn't be me, man. Couldn't be me. So what I did, I had to like bust my ass saving that money, saving that money because I had a dream that I wanted to travel to North Carolina, not only to have a match because, you know, I made a promise to everybody, but like, I don't like to let people down when I say that I want to do this. Like if I tell someone that, you know, I'm down to do this, then I'm down to do it. Sure. Like there might be some deletions or something comes up, but that's okay because that's life. You can't, you can't predict the future. No one can. Yeah. So you always have to be prepared. If you're not prepared, then, you know, find another route. Just because the road is blocked doesn't mean you can't progress. You could yeah, always yeah, find sure. you could always find another path around the road. So the more of the story is never give up. John Cena, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I hear you, man. Fucking Cena, Mark. I know you're one of those yeah. little kids that had that whole shirt. Like, oh, my God. All How right. dare you? Just because I have a John Cena hat that says never give up. And a John Cena shirt that says, respect, earn it. How dare you? Oh, man. I hear you. No, no, no. I get it. I get it. 2020, man. 2020 was a year. 2020 was ridiculous. I mean, like, that was – I think if it wasn't for 2020, I don't even think I'd be sitting here with you right now, like, at all. I know. I remember it was, like, peak COVID-19. And it was – then I remember like, me and my friends. Yeah, me and my friends, we got together. We were like, what if we brought back WCEF? We were like – Mm-hmm. All right, but like one of my like one of my biggest regrets ever is I didn't get popular until I was already out of high school, and I was already like doing all these things, and I'm just like, why can't mm-hmm. I imagine how like imagine how great it would have been if I like popped off when I was like 16 or something? It's like it would have been like a nice little run, but like like if you were in you know, high school and like people were starting to get to know you and like you were popular because of your channel, is that what you mean or no? no, no I mean like. Um, I lost my lost my train of thought. My bad. Oh, I apologize. Um, my bad. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, it. Um, I just wish I we were able to continue doing this, or like we were able to like stay consistent. Is what I mean. Because like we we started this we started this in 2016. Okay. And it was really just like a bunch of like, um. Okay, but like I was saying, like, it's like I mean, and like I think to myself, it's like it sucks. It's it's like we. It's a COVID for all of us to come back. I mean, it sucks that having all this, getting all this like recognition didn't happen until after high school. Because mm-hmm. I, I knew at this point, like the following year, once I was, once I was like back at, once COVID ended, I was going to head to actual university rather than a community college. Okay. Stay over there, like do, do my own thing. And I'm just like, man. And then like this past, I remember 2020 to 2021 was one hell of a year. And it like, it almost made me sad having to walk away. Cause I'm just like, man, like, Backyard wrestling has become such a part of my life. For it's real. It's like unreal. Meeting all these people, meeting all these people, having a dream match with Jacob Wayne, like all this shit. And it's like, man, I have to step away from this for now. And it's like, fuck. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, sure, you could just move on, but like, you can't. Like, yourself inside can, you know? Because yeah. it's something about backyard that makes you feel special. Yeah, I mean, like, I've even, like, I remember talking to you a few times, like, 
the other day before it. I was right, like, right. this is like, this is like, an, like not in a scout. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. My life is, my, I like where my life's at right now. Like, I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. But then there's, there, I mean, there's some times where like, you want to like escape. And it's like, true. okay, right now, my, my, like, my name, I'm Trey. But then for like a, a couple few hours of filming time, I'm not me. I'm Savior mm-hmm. on top true. of the world, the WCF champion, the man. And then it's just something surreal about being a backyard wrestler. I mean, like, it's, it's, it's like, it's really, it's not even, I'd like to say it's corny to say, but personally, I mean, I, I don't, you know, I don't care. Like, it's become part of my life. I mean, like, how many backyard wrestlers can go and say, oh, someone from Cal, well, I'm pretty sure not a lot, but I mean, like, how many, like, actual, like, 17, 18 year old human beings can be like, I fought someone, one of the most well known guys from California. Had him come down our turf with a mm-hmm. live crowd, like cheering us on, having probably one of the best matches I've ever had in my entire life. And like, who for can it. say like for our biggest mat or for our biggest pay per view ever, we got a bunch of people, put canopies over them, and they watched us all perform our hearts out. I mean, like, who can really nice. like those are memories. Those are memories that'll live with you forever. I mean, like, no matter how old you are, it's just it's hard to. Uh-huh. I guess in a way it's hard to step away because like truth be told, like I was originally gonna retire after do or die. Like I know like some people know what do or die is. Like I was gonna retire. And I was like, I can't. Like mm-hmm. something about it, it's it's just it's just hard. Cause it's become such a it's become such a like part of your life. I mean, like there's school, there's work, there's college, then there's backyard wrestling. I mean like it's, it's silly. I mean like guys walking like running like all over a trampoline fake fighting i mean mm. it sounds dumb on paper but like when you actually do it when you experience it it's like holy shit for real. Is, they don't know our world you know exactly that's what i'm saying like for example i remember when i was back in school i used to be criticized because yeah. okay the wrestling team like they would say oh why don't you join you know the real wrestling leagues where we wrestle for real but like with me I wouldn't consider myself as a wrestling mark. I mean, sure, I'm a big fan, but I wouldn't see myself that because, you know, I still, when I watch wrestling, I like to act like a kid because, you know, if you love to believe in a lot of stuff, then that's how you yeah. could feel more into it, if that makes sense. Like, if you watch a movie and you're not into it, then, you know, so you're not going to have, how do you say it? Have fun watching it, pretty much. So... In the story, you know, I didn't really care what those guys said. Sure, you know, they actually competed in front of, you know, live crowds and all that. But we we actually compete in front of the whole world, believe it or not, mm-hmm. even though it's yeah. just on front of the camera. But, you know, our films, our matches, our episodes, everybody has it worldwide. Even our friends from CMW, I'm going to give them a little shout out. Those guys, you know, they put on great matches. Tom Nicholas and BXB. Especially with those acrobatics, I think that's the word. You know, they yeah. do a lot of flips and shit, and I'm amazed by them. Like, I'm just a boy. I mean, I want to say a boy since I'm 18. I'm just a guy from Kansas who's watching backyard wrestling from from guys wrestling on the trampoline from Australia. And yeah. if they could do crazy stuff like that, and keep in mind they're in Australia, they're not in the states with us in the United States, so it's kind of hard for them to. Ex- like, they can't experience what we can experience. Like, they can still do whatever they want over there, but they won't 
necessarily have the chance to experience what we're feeling like where we get to do like big crossovers and all that physically I mean. yeah nah you know digitally but you know the wrestling team like i earned the respect after i went to north carolina because they didn't believe me when i said you know i'm going to north carolina to wrestle another guy on the trampoline like how you said it sounds stupid on paper but when you actually do it and when you actually show them results they're amazed like last time when i saw them i think it was i don't know i think it was a a party like some of the wrestling wrestlers from the high school they were like hey you're the you're the guy from from the backyard who went to north carolina to get his ass kicked I'm sure I did get my ass kicked. I got bruised throughout the match. And they were like, I, I, hey, bro, I just want to say I'm sorry for the stuff I said. I know things were just caught in the heat of the moment. But, you know, if you're that dedicated into it, you know, go for it. I believe in you. Then. Mm-hmm. So what I'm trying to say is, in life, don't show people your plans, but show them your results. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, I mean... <laughs> People, people, they clown you. They'll say whatever. Like, oh, you're just uh, watching mm-hmm. little kids on a trampoline, or you're fake fighting on a trampoline. Man. Like, they don't really, they don't know the story behind it. It's like For it's real? a whole. No, well, once they, once they understand our world, I mean, they'll, uh, they'll think it's pretty fucking badass. I'm not gonna lie. It's like that one episode of South Park when, um, the guys. I'm not good with the characters, but I remember watching it. So the guys, yeah. they go into an episode of WWE. So they see John Cena versus Edge. They kick each other. Then the boys, they come out. They're like, bro, bro, that was awesome. We should do something like that. So like, yeah. as tomorrow, once we get to school, we're going to sign up to the wrestling team. So they go to the school wrestling tryouts. And they're wearing those wrestling, you know, attires. Those um, yeah. amateur <laughs> yeah. outlets and whatnot. Then the coach is like, okay, guys, I'm going to show you the official wrestling position. Then... Carmen, he's like, what the fuck is this? He's like, no, bro, that's gay. No, I don't want to be grabbing the dude like that. Yeah. Then, you know, they quit. Then they start doing backyard wrestling. Then some rednecks, you know, from the background, they're like, hey, yo, guys, you got to check this out. Some kids are beating each other up in their backyard. Then the whole town comes up and all that. Then the coach, the coach's life is destroyed because they think he's like, a, you know, a pedophile went off for touching kids or something like that. And he's sad because... People think that wrestling is what they're doing, you know, like backyard wrestling. Yeah. Well, that's a little joke I like to say to people who don't understand wrestling because, like, there's wrestling, like the Olympic wrestling. Then there's wrestling, pro wrestling, which is story-based telling. Yeah. And one thing I liked about what Chris Jericho said one time is that wrestling is like Shakespeare. It's all about story. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember Not a lot of people understand that, but when you compare pro wrestling with Shakespeare, then a lot of people will understand it. Because yeah, you, get, I mean, I... You, ha- you have a face and a heel, and it works because, especially this time's modern time. Like Shakespeare, like you had, I don't know what Shakespeare had, but like it was those like fantasized characters where this guy, he was rich and powerful. So he was the bad guy. Then you have the poor weak guy and he was the good guy. Then like they have a fight at the end or something like that. Yeah. But 
that's that's the way I see wrestling is Shakespeare. Oh, here here's the quote: If Shakespeare was alive, yeah, if Shakespeare was alive He'd today, he would be shows. writing wrestling shows. Yes. Yeah, that's a good ass quote right there. Yeah, the the best in the world, Chris Jericho. Could have been better myself. For real. Would you say? I don't think I asked you this question, but let me ask you the question anyways. What got you into wrestling? Um, okay, so funny story. I saw me know me being ridiculous or whatever. I remember my my cousin was playing. I think it was SmackDown Raw 2007, and it was like he he be doing like triple thrust and stuff. And it was like Cena, Taker, and like Triple H or something. So like I knew all of wrestling, but like I didn't really like know wrestling. But like me, however, it was like. Okay, so I knew Dwayne Johnson was a really good actor. Mm-hmm. He was a great actor. And I remember my parents were, my dad, like, he watches wrestling. He was like, oh, you know, to wrestle? I'm like, oh, that's cool. So, like, I was flipping through channels, and I remember I went to that one episode. It was, like, this one episode whenever The Rock was announced as a special guest for WrestleMania 27 or something like that. In 2011. And I remember that. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I wait, I wait. Hang that. on, hang on. I'm sorry, but I got to pause you right there. So, you tell me, you knew... Not not The Rock, but Dwayne Johnson, the actor. So you knew him before wrestling? Yeah. That's crazy. I never knew. Yeah. So I, I remember I'd be, okay. watching, like, I'd be watching like the Tooth Fair, like the game plan. I'd be watching like a bunch yeah. of these other like I know movies. Those so films. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, Dwayne Johnson. Like we're chilling. Like Dwayne Johnson's awesome. And my uh-huh. dad was like, oh, you know, you used to wrestle. I'm like, wait, what? So then, you know, I found that I was searching. I see this guy. I'm like, wait, is that him? He's like completely bald. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? For real. Yeah, like no, I'm saying that because, like... um, like, kids nowadays, like, you know, I call Dwayne Johnson the rock because of wrestling. Mm-hmm. But other people call him Dwayne Johnson because of acting. Mm-hmm. I will always know him as the rock from WWE or WWF. I can't see yeah. him as Dwayne Johnson unless if, he were, unless if he's in a movie. And if he's in a movie... He'll, he'll be Dwayne Johnson, but in the wrestling world, he's gonna be The Rock. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah, I see, sure. I see The Rock and Dwayne Johnson different because The Rock is a different character compared to Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson is an actor that kind of has The Rock's personality in the movies. Like the thing I kind of hate about today's society, not that it's bad, but people will know him as. The number one top actor. I mean, I guess it's good for him because he's well known and all that. Yeah. And the thing that kind of pisses me off is that people call him the Fortnite guy. Which, <laughs> you know, a lot of noobs they call him that because they play a lot of Fortnite. But I will, I will always know him as a rock, even if he doesn't have yeah. hair anymore. Yeah, for sure. Like I remember, I was um. I was watching that little segment and I was like, oh, this, this, this is cool. Never watched wrestling again until, like, I think my first match was, I think it was around the time CM Punk and John Cena were feuding for, like, for, like they were feuding for the title. And I remember, I think I tuned in mid, no, I tuned in for the main event. And it was whenever Rey Mysterio had the strap and he faced John Cena and he had that whole, like, title reign for, like, a day. And I was like, what the Damn. fuck is this? I know. But, like, um, I know. 
my first match was John Cena versus Rey Mysterio for the for the WWE title. The first ever match. I remember seeing him, yeah, like CM Punk came at the end. They held up the two belts. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, huh? Two belts? How did this happen? Uh And like later as years went on, I'm just like, I'm just like, I didn't expect wrestling to be part of my life like this. Like, it's Mm -hmm. it's really insane to say. And like, I remember I'd be watching and I suddenly Chris Jericho. I know this is like around the time Jericho wasn't there, and I remember Jericho popped up. I'm like, oh, like this guy's cool. And like Jericho to me is like probably. My favorite of all time, like mm-hmm. everything, anything Jericho did, like just amazing. I mean, like I remember, I kind of like I took inspiration from his character and applied it to myself. I and mean, then, like, I use the Judas effect. I'll hit the code breaker. I'll do the walls, Jericho, I and mean, like I do all that shit. So honestly, like that, and I remember like other guys too, like CM Punk got me into wrestling as well, like amazing i remember christian specifically for it was always edge and christian edge and christian but like for me people for a lot of people it was always edge but for me it was always christian like just something about that under like the underdog like him being like billed is like overrated like i I watched seeing what he's done in like tna winning their world title and i'm like damn like this guy's i don't know this guy's a little a little more relatable to me than edge but i mean that was just me personally um mm-hmm. i know like there was cm punk cm punk the rebel like that now, honestly, part of, like, the way I talk, like, promos and stuff, like, it's, like, kind of taken after him. So, mm-hmm. like, I'd like to say, like, my inspiration, Jericho, Christian, CM Punk. Top three. Easy. Man, I actually like those choices. That's a pretty good – that's a nice yeah. list right there. Yeah. I remember – I mean, I don't think I talked on this on the podcast, but we talked to each other before. And yeah. you're in college right now, right? Yeah, yeah, I um, I'm a junior in college right now at a university. Actually, I, see. I uh, yeah, I reside in San Antonio. Uh, uh, what was it gonna? So, you graduated in 2020, right? Yeah, that's crazy during COVID year. Wow. Oh yeah, it was it was ridiculous. I remember it was uh, they had us okay so. Our school, it was a small town, like maybe south of San Antonio, I think, something like that. And um, our graduating class was literally 70 kids. It was a 3A school. So, like, they had all, had us all, like, it was really weird. It was, we were in rows, not in rows, yeah, we were in rows, and we mm-hmm. were in all social distance, and it was just, it's a really weird feeling. Like, 2020 was know. just a really weird fucking year, especially graduating. I mean, it was like, wow, like, I'm not going to get the last two months of my senior year so i didn't i never got excuse me i never got prom i never got like damn just skipped it so i mean like they pulled you right under your feet wow sure dude like i remember back and it was just like we're chilling the next week it was spring break the next week oh school's canceled uil sports are discontinuing sports for the remainder of the year i'm like god dang Mm. i remember we were supposed to go back in may we're supposed to go back in april they were supposed to go back in may then it was like we're done. So I'm like, oh wow. So that's that's it, I guess. For real. So yeah, that was my whole. I mean, I would have still been. Oh, that your senior experience, you said. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I wish I had a senior experience because I would have graduated this year. Believe it or not. Yeah. Yeah, I remember you told me. But I graduated last year, 2021, the class of 2021, because mm-hmm. you know I wanted to be out of school already because if I was still in school. I wouldn't have necessarily, I wouldn't have done the stuff that I, I've already done. 
like for example, travel to North Carolina. I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have a job that would have made me a lot of money. I wouldn't have done that if I was in school. I wouldn't have a lot of privileges if I was still in school. Because school, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I love school. Not not because of the classes, because they kind of piss me off because the assignments are a bit boring. Yeah. The teachers will keep saying shenanigans like, lava underground is called magma. Well, meanwhile, I'm trying to learn how to pay my taxes back here. Yeah, exactly. And there's, like, the geometry bullshit. It's like, when the fuck right. am I going to know how to go, like, square R root of fucking, I don't know. Ridiculous, man. For I take accounting classes in college. Like you think uh-huh. I'd be used to math at this point, but I'm I'm awful at math. Fun fact: Savior's terrible at math. Wow, that explains. So, one half of a brain plus another half of a brain equals what? A full brain? A savior's brain, or what? Practically, yeah, practically. <laughs> I mean, I guess American history is alright because me and my friend we always like to, you know, say. Dank memes about it, you know, like J.F. Mm-hmm. Kennedy, an example. Yeah. I mean, it was a good president, but the stuff that me and my friends said about that class, it was, you know, outrageous, let's say. Mm-hmm. But 2021, I graduated that year. I only went to prom once. I didn't really do any sports in high school. In motor school, I did cost country and track. Oh, okay. okay. I guess it helped me stay fit, but ever since I got into high school... I, I didn't really do sports because I was too busy with ACW because not only ACW, you know, we get to be athletic, we get to be outside, we get to be active, but I also got to learn how to, you know, be creative. So I got to use some creative writing while doing ACW of using storylines. I got to learn how to use camera. So, I, you know, I used a class on how to like, you know, shoot with cameras. So I used, you know, some knowledge onto ACW. And I also learned how to edit and Photoshop to make thumbnails in school so I could learn how to do it, you know, outside of school. So, like, if I want to do projects on Affirmation, my gaming channel, or ACW, boom, I have all that skill right there. And if I was still in school, I would have done so much stuff. But, Um, like, how you said, I wouldn't change anything because everything's going all well at the moment. Like, I feel like I'm doing well where I'm at. No, yeah. I had no problem. Yo, Trey. Yeah, what's up? So, what would you say is your future projects at the moment? Um, I think okay. So, like at this point, at the time of recording for WCF, I literally just came back. Like Saber just returned to WCF, and in the next week or so, depending when this goes out, War WCF Warfare. Is the next? <clears throat> excuse me. I'm God. I'm 19 years old and I still have voice cracks. It's ridiculous. But we have WCF Warfare. It's gonna be matches that last all the way through. And let me tell you, you're not gonna want to miss this Warfare. But yeah, we'll get to Warfare in a little bit. I'll touch back up on it. Okay. Um, but in terms of like future projects, I honestly the it's it's endless at this point. But I know. One thing's for sure, Saber's not done with WCF. It's not done in backyard wrestling. I mean, there's, like, still a lot I want to do. I mean, like, being in there with, like, some of the new guys that just – that WCF came and brought in. I mean, like, it was amazing. I remember some of the guys know about Tamatoa. Tamatoa, me and Tamatoa have a back and forth in the Warfare match. Must see. I'm not going to go too into detail because Mark would 
Mark and Ryan would literally whoop my ass if I went and spoiled it. So this Saturday, upcoming Saturday, Savior returns in the Warfare match. Don't miss it. Um, I know eventually I want to bring Jacob Wayne back so we can run it back. That's another match. So that's one, another match I want to get. Have Savior get his win back. I will beat you. I will beat you as Jacob Wayne. Promise to God. Um, I remember. Um, we have WCF do or die. That's like our WrestleMania. It's supposed to be pretty big. I know that'll be in maybe filmed around June. Not sure what's going to go down there, but however, we're still working on it. Um, honestly, it might be about it at this point. I mean, there's some guys, I mean, by all means, if guys want to come and reach out to me and we can run it, Hey, by all means, just give me about a month so I can get my cardio back up. You know, college is a lot to you, man. Like, let me tell you, I mean, like, living in a dorm, too, I mean, like, half of your, half of your diet is, like, fast food. But, like, wow. I don't gain anything. Like, I don't gain weight. It's just, like, impossible for me to gain weight. Like, mm-hmm. I can eat, a whole, like, two whole-ass pizzas, and I just won't gain anything. But I, I know that feeling. Uh-huh. Yeah, but, but future project-wise, I guess TBA to be announced, I guess. Mm-hmm. You're right, to be announced. And also, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to know what's going on in WCEF, the link will be down in the description. So there you go, Trey. um, Thank you. Thank you. If you weren't going to plug that, I was going to be like, Ayo, so sub the WCEF. Like that's, I'm not going to say we're great. I'm going to say we're amazing at what we Uh do. We do this for each and every one of you. All of you guys that are watching, especially Apache King. Thank you for the continued support. And I hope wherever you're listening to this, going to work at your job on the shitter. I hope you're having a great day. For real, Patrick King, he's a real one. He's one of our, yeah. you know, fans. He's like, yeah, exactly. Pat- he's kind of like that one green guy shirt from WWE. If you notice, oh, on no, the French literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> for real, no, no, Patrick King, some of the gr- best wrestling takes ever, dog. Like, I've even talked to him personally. He's like telling me, oh, nice. hey, yo, when are you coming back? But like, holy shit, bro. Like, I couldn't have put it any better. But like, honestly, he part, he's part of the reason why I'm still doing this. Like, literally, nice. he, it's it's insane. I remember he told me about you in your podcast. And I was just like, oh, like, that, that, that'd be cool. I remember, like, then I remember I showed you a little clips of like what I've, like, what I do and stuff. Like, yeah, hey, you should happened? come on. And I'm like, hey, yo, bet. And now here we are. So, yeah. Shout yeah. out to Mr. Patrick King, who's actually, had kidney surgery so he's been going wow. through a little bit i did not yeah. knew that yeah man's been going through it a lot but Speed and i remember recovery for, man yeah yeah recovery and i guess shout out to mr okay so we had our little deal it was like a king of the ring type deal okay so but we called it the apache king of the ring or trampoline but it's not i don't know why mark called it a trampoline it's a ring to us it's a ring but the apache king of the ring which is which was won by Tomatoa. So we were like, yeah. Since so it was a nice it, tribute to him, Apache King. Yeah, 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 that was a nice tribute. It was the Apache King of the Ring. That's nice. Was, uh, yeah. That's a nice tribute. Yeah. So this yeah. episode is dedicated to the Apache King, wherever you're listening to. Here's the episode. Exactly. Um, yeah, let's get back into it. Uh, my next question was actually thoughts on WCEF. But like, since we already talked about that, my next question is, what if you next you actually never became a backyarder? Um, I think it's kind of hard to explain or 
to even really talk about because it's like I don't know. I really don't know where my life would be at right now. I mean, like, I want to say that being a backyarder has really like helped me grow more confident, like, with myself. Like, not only in front of a camera, but just in general. Because, like, well, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, I remember it was me having a job and me backyarding had really okay. like brought me to be more bold, more confident. So, like, I think without it, I mean, I, 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 I'd like to think we're about. I'd be about the same, but. All those constant promos, like knowing how to converse and like just speak, just speak, mm-hmm. like speaking in front of people, like that's kind of like helped me. Like when I had to do like speeches at school, like this kind of helped me. Like writing papers, like the way I talk in promos, like that helped me. Mm-hmm. Like it helped me further expand my vocabulary and whatnot. And so, like, I, I like, I'd like to think I'd be a little, eh, I, I'd be the same. I'm not gonna lie, but well, where, where would I be without it? Just a little. Eh. True. I mean, it made a, it made it. I'm not saying it made a big impact, but it did made an impact in your life, or it didn't. Oh, oh yeah, for sure it did. I mean, without this, I would have never met the amazing people I've come across. I mean, guys like Jack Delta, guys like RJS, who've been so cool, something so cool, so down to earth. Guys like Jacob Wayne, so down to earth. Those are just the, just the main three i've talked to and there's you like you're i it's it's crazy how guys from all over the world they're just you could share True. so much in common with uh-huh the thing i like about um this is what i just thought of right now the thing i like about beyond the yard it kind of it's like a puzzle and i guess yeah. i'm putting it together i guess like it's yeah. a big ass puzzle and i'm trying to find the right pieces and i'm not saying it goes in order or whatnot, but this is sometimes pure random, but so like I get one puzzle. So, you know, you, for example, and I put it in the puzzle or in the box or whatever, then I start. So what I'm trying to say, mm-hmm. even though it kind of sounds confusing, but what I'm trying to say in reality is that I'm bringing you into beyond the yard. So people could have a chance to get to know you and have a chance to get to know WCEF. Yeah. I mean, that's a cool thing that I thought about beyond the yard. It helps get to bring people that other people don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like to, I mean, it's, it's funny because like, I remember I'd be getting all these, like all this praise. I mean, like I'd be looking at the videos and be like, oh, like pulled another 1K video. I mean, like I'm not, I, I'm completely grateful each and every one of you that watches WCF, like mm-hmm. watch WCF. I mean, like it's crazy how, me simply being myself, only just a little tad enhanced, like, eh, not a tad enhanced, a lot enhanced. Mm-hmm. I'm not actually an asshole in real life, but mm-hmm. um, just like getting those views, I'm like, wow, like, these are badass. And I go on to other, like, other channels, and I'm like, holy shit, these guys are almost like me, but they're, like, more popular than me. I'm like, oh my god, Doug, like, what the fuck? But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's, I- I'm great, I'm grateful all of this well the next question i wouldn't want to say this because it might spoil the future events but would you ever participate in a crossover there was one oh uh, yeah i think it just depends on the timing because yeah. i remember i'm not gonna try and spoil anything because like i know where you're going with this but mm-hmm. 
I mean, like some things happen to where some things just aren't possible and just, I mean, it sucks. I mean, like, it'd be nice to, you know, it'd be nice to cross over with guys. Um, my God, that sounded weird, but it'd be nice to cross over with other companies, should I say. Um, I know there's like, I mean, I call it federations, but either way, it's the same thing. Like there's guy, there's other guys. Like I'd love, I'd love to get in the ring with, I mean, I, I've, for example, like there's the guy, the guy you had last, the guy you had last episode, Carson Michaels. I think me, Carson me, Michaels. Yeah, I mean, like I think that did, did I call him the wrong name? Did I say Carson Michaels or did I call him mm. something else? I can't recall, but I'm pretty sure it's Carson Michaels. He was my previous yeah. guest. Yeah, there's him. There's uh, I remember, uh, what's it called? Who else was there? I think Maximus Roman was. There. It would have been nice to get him there with him, like when he was there. Right. Uh, that's really. The most I can think of the top of my head that were on your podcast. I mean, like, there's guys like Jack Delta who I wish I would have gotten in there with. Like I said, keep uh-huh. saying it. Um, um, yeah, pretty much. That's really much it. I know there's a uh, what's his name, Chris Storm. Chris Storm would be a really Chris Storm on the top of my on the top of my list. Face him in the ring. Um, RJS. I know. I remember we were talking. We we're like, hey, hey, would you let's let's try and run up this year. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty booked, but I'm down. Like uh, I'm up for it. So I'm like, I really, I'm really, I'd really love to get in the ring with RJS and even even that guy Swift from BTW, not BTW, yeah BTW, Swift. Yeah. I've I've heard good things about him. He's an animal. We'd love to get in the ring with him. Um, um, I don't know. I don't know if RJS is listening to this, but me and him we're good bros. So you know we talk. Sometimes we'll you know be Facetiming to see what's up. Yeah. We'll be, you know, telling each other some stories, telling each other some jokes of wrestling in general. But mm-hmm. from when I started watching BTW, it might just been me, but like they kind of looked tall from my point of view. Yeah. But when I got to talk to RJS and when he told me that, when he told me about his height, I was surprised. I was like, wait, hang on. He's, he's the same, pretty much the same height as me. Mm-hmm. And that's crazy because when I look at his channel, he looks tall. But that's just crazy. I mean, that's that's how I saw when I saw RJS. RJS, I thought he was taller than me, but turned out we're pretty much almost the same height. <laughs> yeah. You know what would be a cool idea if we could do it in the yard? What? If we could probably do like another crossover with different federation. But uh, yeah. I'm gonna say this yeah. as a joke. I'm gonna say this as a joke. But this could be our version of the multiverse. You know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You're right. I mean, like, I think it was, it, it's it's cool having other guys from other federations. Like, I remember um, whenever we finally got Jacob Wayne and mm-hmm. William Barker. We're going to Jacob and William. Okay, we got we got him in. We brought him into our little, our little trailer, our little trailer park. All right. No, not a trailer park, but we got brought into our backyard. And we were just there and we're just like, we're just talking. I mean, like, half of, okay, so, like, their personas are more so, like, Jacob's serious. He's a badass, and then there's William. He's goofy, and he, but he can also be serious. Mm-hmm. Just being with these guys outside, and then like just getting to know them on like a personal level, and then going in, like knowing damn well. Okay, so like, okay, it was Saber and Slayer. We had a match. It was okay. Then we went, at, and um, here came the part where I was celebrating. I got attacked. These two guys in masks come and beat up Red X. And it's, like, so weird because, like, you're seeing it all unfold. Like, 
you're there looking in the disbelief like a character, but in your head you're like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, it's Jacob and Williams, Jacob and Williams, like holy shit. For real. And then they come take off the mask. My brother, once once Jacob and Willem took off the mask, he's like, What the fuck? Oh my god, Jacob Wayne and William Barker are here. They're here. And I remember I'm just like, I'm trying to like not let the camera catch my face, but I'm like, I chills run down my fucking like run down my neck. And I'm just like, holy shit, it's happening. It's just uh-huh. happening. And it's like 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 the hype around like doing these crossovers, like I don't know if like I know you thought I know you might know like the the feeling it was just like holy shit is this actually happening it's like what the fuck uh-huh. and i remember like we had like some other we had some other matches we did then i remember the the main event saber versus jacob wayne i remember me in my head okay so a funny story funny story jacob actually puked right before we went out wow believe it or not jacob, did the same thing yeah. yeah jacob was a wreck before we went out uh-huh because i remember okay so worlds collide we started off, it was like a comedy, it was like a comedy skit. It was their, their comedy guys, El Pequeño and Kylo Ten versus El Spidey and Extinction. So we had fun with that. We're working the crowd. Then we had uh, Barbados versus Slayer. That match completely shit the bed, but hey, it was, it was, another, it was another match. Mm-hmm. Jake, uh, then there was William Barker versus Red X. Barn burner of a match. I completely. Like I encourage you to watch it. Probably one of the most underrated, underappreciated matches, views-wise, in WCF. So, Worlds Collide, go check that out. Then I got to the main event. Jacob was legitimately pissing himself. He was like, bro, Dang. I've done matches before in front of people, but this is huge. And I was like, Doug, you're going to be okay. Then, like, I remember William was like, yeah, Jacob tried – Jacob was trying his best to make weight for the match. Mm-hmm. And, like – he was just a complete wreck. And uh-huh. I remember we were getting ready, and he was just like, bro, if I puke during the match, can you tell him to stop recording? I'm like, bro, hear me out. This match, we've been hyping this up for almost two years. There's no going back. We're going to go out there. We're going to kill it. The adrenaline's going to hit us, and we're going to have one of the best matches in backyard wrestling. Hands down. And so we went out. He he made his entrance. He looked he looked a little scared, but then once they started cheering him, he finally got back into it. And it's like, when then we had this really cool moment. I mean, it's it's really hard to put into words how great these moments were. The the thing you just said that when he came out, he looked a bit scared. Yeah, yeah, he was a little he was a little scared. Not gonna lie, I mean, like, but he came back because I watched the back. He looked uh-huh. like he was like, oh my god, like, what the fuck. But like I'm, I know that feeling. In, a, in, a, like in, a, in an instant, in an instant, he puts his game face on, and it's like that's fucking right. That's Jacob Wayne. We know, for real. Like I, I was nervous on my debut match on TBW Tennessee Backyard Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like, so the Atomic Titan, he, you know, does an open challenge match to anybody. So I come out, I accept the challenge. So if you look closely. When I walk up to the curtain, I do a smile because, you know, I guess, you know, Derek, Derek is in TBW, but then I kind of change my face and you notice that change my face. I'm like, whoa. And going inside, like, I felt so nervous. I'm like, damn, like, it's kind of like having your first match, but like, not necessarily Mm -hmm. a live crowd, but like, there were like people there. So, you know, you didn't want to let them down, especially... 
your first, you know, first match. And of course, you know, that match, that was wrestling in the backyard ring. So mm-hmm. I kind of had to change my my format of wrestling. If that makes sense? Yeah. Yeah, I could go from like a trampoline to an actual ring. Right. So I, I had to do my best because I didn't want to let these guys down. And I don't want them to be like, oh, this guy, you know, he, he doesn't feel all right or something like that. But. I, I did all yeah. my best, and they were amazed by it. Like I even did some moves that I didn't even knew that I did before, and it was yeah. outrageous. So I added them to my move set now. But th- that match, like especially the entrance, I remember that. I can remember it right now. Walking through the curtain, looking around, and I was like, "Whoa, I'm taking it all in because the moment I step into the ring, it's go time." Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. I mean, I'm sure your friend that you stated that was a bit nervous, a bit scared going going out. I mean, I pretty much know how he kind of felt. Yeah. I mean, like, this is, like, the culmination of everything you've built up. And it's like, I can't mess this up. And then, like, the nerves just get to you, and you're just like, holy shit, what the fuck? And you're shaking. I want to throw up. And it's like, I don't know, like, me personally, I've always, me personally, I've never had stage fright. I've always been that kid that just, like, would go out and just act like an idiot in front of people mm-hmm. and i mean like like i say like be doing this has helped me grow confident confident for the camera confident as a person because if oh, this true. was me like if this was me like four years ago i'd be like still awkward i'd be like because i used to be an awkward kid like, mm-hmm. awkward kid you know like the typical awkward, awkward kid with braces you know what i mean like not high school specifically but like growing up i was, I was awkward oh yeah so, like, those braces Oh yeah, I had braces like in my like my mouth. It was bad. Well, not bad, but it might just be me. Stuff. But every time I hear the word braces, I always think of uh, Willy Wonka from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. We had like that helmet head, uh, braces yeah. head. I don't know if you know what. Yeah, it yeah. But like that, yeah. my parents told me I should get braces, but like every time they mentioned that, that's what I always thought of. I mean, I don't have braces. I never got braces yet, but that's what I always think of. Yeah, but um. Yeah, this is it's it's a good feeling. Like all of it, all this is a good feeling. For especially, I mean, I didn't, I I wouldn't say I got stage fright, but I mean, it's normal to have some nerves going on, or like blood blood pumping around your systems. Yeah, it's just I mean, like that's in adrenaline, like you said. Yeah. Okay. So, I think on like I don't know why I said online for like live shows. Okay, so the feeling you get, like, it's, it's hard to describe it. You're okay. walking out, your, your music hits. You're out, you're out, like, back there with your guy. Yeah, but with your guys, you're like, hey, yo, we're, we're going to do this. We're going to steal the show. Like, you can go from serious, from, like, fucking around to just serious in, like, two seconds. You walk mm-hmm. out, then it hits you. Mm-hmm. That adrenaline rush, the chills. You're looking at everyone. It's all eyes on you. And you're like, holy shit. Holy shit. And excuse me, like, for the laughing. My, my roommate's laughing. Mm-hmm. Solid guy, so shout out to him. Right. But, um, yeah, it's just uh, it's a solid it's – a, it's a surreal feeling because you're just – you got your game face. Everything – everything's in, the, in that moment. You're the man. Everything's just – it's hard to put into words just because of how surreal it is. For, um... I remember I talked about this with RJS. It's just like that feeling – that you get a high off of it. I know. And I, I've done this, and it's I've done this like 
I don't know how many times, but maybe like three or four times at this point. And it's like, Jesus. And it's, it's even better because like, it's like you're like in an actual wrestling show. Well, you are in a wrestling show, but like you can like you, work You have a chance to experience it. Exactly. You can be the guy that they boo. You can be the guy they get rowdy for. Because mm-hmm. like I remember like I, I just start talking shit to the crowd. Like I'd say some stupid shit. Like I remember like uh-huh. October we did, a, we did a live event and I was like saying shit. And I was like, I was like, hey, yo, the WC of the longest reigning. I know we weren't going to have another live show without the longest reigning WC champion of all time. Then my friend Robert, he was in the crowd. He was like, it was like um, something like you lost, you lost your touch, or you're washed up. Get out of here, because this is like October, like whenever I was like taking the hiatus from WCF, and I was like, I looked at him, mm-hmm. I walked up to him, and I said, I hope your family dies. Everyone just laughed. They're like, oh my god. <laughs> I got heat, brother. I got heat. And I remember another time, um, I remember he was, like, talking shit, and I just kept flicking him off, and I started, like, I beat up both of my opponents, and I looked at everyone, and I was, like, I spread out my arms, like the Jericho arms, and everyone was, like, ooh, that was a great feeling. Mm-hmm. And I remember um, towards the end, like, I hit my, I hit, um, I hit someone with a move. They kicked out at one, and my friend, was, and, like, Robert was, like, Oh my God! You kicked that at one. You suck. Then, for whatever reason, I look at him. And I said, "Hey, I'll go back to doing this. You go back to screwing your sister." Everyone, oh, uh, I fucking I, that's Kevin Owens' line. Need I remind you? But right, like playing the crowd. Bottom line, greatest experience ever. Yeah. If there is one thing you could change about backyard wrestling, what would it be? Um, I think one thing I'd change is the filming. Because okay. I think, sorry, I remember I was, um, I was listening to the Carson Michaels thing. He said okay. how you'd have matches. He has matches going up now that were recorded from like last year in May. To me, I think being there every week with your buddies, every week, getting billed is probably one of the most surreal, like not surreal. Like it's fun. I think it's fun to weekly record, have mm-hmm. monthly pay-per-views that you record that same month. Cause I feel like if you just like I me, mean, no disrespect to the other guys. I mean, what they're doing, it works. I mean, they treat it like a business, but for me, for like, I think it's, it's better to have all these fun moments. Cause when you do it every week and you got everything, I think, it's overall like a better feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, ball power to them. But for me personally, I think that's one thing I would change because, like, I mean, you never you're there with your guy, you're there with your buddies every week. Mm-hmm. You have like some of the funniest moments ever. I mean, like sometimes we'd be in the middle of filming and then they just start they'd switch your actual theme music to fucking something stupid. Like I remember one time I was making my entrance, I was super serious, and then. Suddenly it stops, then Barbie Girl plays, and it's like, what the? Yes, fuck? I remember so you told me. I remember you told me that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it's like all those little bullshit moments. It's like being there every week. It's just, it's, it's fun. It's really, mm-hmm. really fun. I think that's what makes backyard wrestling fun. Is not more so the wrestling, but like behind the scenes, because that's whatever you bond with your guys. I mean, like, I remember there was this one time my brother was filming. I wasn't there, but like my brother was filming. Red X had just like gotten like tossed out of the ring. My brother. 
you see you just see the you just see the camera like go up and down and my brother later tells me that he was fucking teabagging my friend as a joke and i'm like what the fuck bro like half oh, the shit, no. there's so much shit that happens mm-hmm. behind the camera for yeah, real it's just too ridiculous to just even come on and say i know like for some channels like there's some channels that are like serious you know like plain serious then there's other channels where it's like like pure goofy and i mean don't get me wrong i mean if that's the, their way of having fun then let them have fun, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Then mm-hmm. the way I see ACW, like, we want to have, like, good matches, but we also want to have good good content. Yeah. And, like, today, it's it's Saturday, March 19th, and we're going to hopefully try to upload, or, like, since this this Beyond the Yard episode is going to be uploaded Wednesday, the, the return episode of ACW War is going to be uploaded on the 20th on Sunday. So yeah. I know it's kind of confusing, because I haven't uploaded yet, but once Beyond the Yard episode airs, that episode is already going to be uploaded. But I know it's going to sound yeah. confusing, but hopefully you guys would understand it. But in that episode, we 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 filmed our match. It might not have been one hundred percent perfect, but throughout the match, we kind of added you know some you know goof moments or some skits through it. Because keep in mind, like we like to be in entertainment. I'm not trying to be like wwe but like mm-hmm. i always i mean i don't know if some of the guys from acw agrees but i always like to entertain the the fans pretty much yeah like do something that probably other channels haven't done yet and you know get their asses laughing out of nowhere because we did like a stupid skit which worked and hopefully tomorrow if you do watch our return episode hopefully you're like you know what what happens because there's something funny that that goes on, mm-hmm. and it's funny because that skit is is a part of the storyline. So it's kind of like a, you can't miss it when you watch it. Who would you say was one of the best wrestlers? One of the best wrestlers you ever worked with? Um. Okay, so I'd love to put. All these guys, number one, because I think WCF has ha- has some of the. How do I say this? Not, saying, not without being cocky. I think WCF has really great talent. I do. Mm-hmm. I think if I had a top five in like no particular order, I'd have okay. to put. Reason, top five, maybe top six, because one of them was someone I never even wrestled before. I think number one would have to be Red X. I mean, I feel like it's everybody. Our buddy Mark. Mm-hmm. I think that's he's probably the best guy I've ever faced. I mean, like, we had absolute bangers. And then we had an absolute classic for 30-plus minutes, no holds barred. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I remember I showed you... I mean, that match got fucking insane. Okay. Like, I remember there was the point where he has those, uh, those bands, like, you work out with, like, these little bands. He uses it as, like, a strap. And he whipped the shit out of me. Oh, and, crap. Yeah, he whipped the shit out of me. And I remember there was a spot where he, I went for a... I tried putting him in a Hell's Gate. And then he picks me up, slams me through a table. And then I remember you... I sent you a video. It was whenever... We had a little sequence. He picks me up, puts me mm-hmm. right through fucking thumbtack. And that's probably... That match was a roller coaster of emotions. It's like, it was great. It looked like you're about, about to lose the title. Then I'm mm-hmm. in. I escaped. It's a good story. Um... Number two, I think I'd put Jacob Wayne. 
because this was a guy I never, I never wrestled before. Never wrestled before. Only had like a handful of segments. Uh, We had some segments, then we fought side by side. But this is our first time like fighting, like wrestling. (laughs) And I think everything that happened that night was just 100% great. It was amazing. I wouldn't change a thing about it because just the chemistry just the way we complimented each other in the ring, it was just probably some of the, the best we've ever done. Like, I had so much out of blast. Like, even the stories I just told you about, like, what happened that day. I mean, uh-huh. It's some of the most, like, it's, it's memories for sure. I think number three would have to be my brother. His name's okay. Nick. But on the, on the channel, we call him Warrior. I think he's probably one of the most over on the – he's one of the most over on the channel. Mm-hmm. But – um. Back whenever I remember we were little, we used to like wrestle, like wrestle, like play wrestle. But then, like, I think going in the ring, it's just like, oh, we're used to this, we're gonna go and kill it. Because I remember our, our most viewed match on the channel was almost 7,000 views, and wow, it was a WC title match, it was against him. And I remember we had an absolute classic, a barn burner. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Nick, I'm Nick. Nicky, I know you're listening to this. Just want to say, hope we get in the ring again. I want to whoop your ass. Love you. You better be asleep. And I'll be listening to this during school. I'll fucking beat your ass. But anyways, um, I think number four would probably be my friend Matthew. I mean, Matt. Uh, he goes by Ace in WCF. He's he's probably one of the. Okay, so thing is, I know I knew I had to get out. I know I had to film the final weeks of savior like just for now so i was like i want to put over matthew i need to put over ace so we have a little like back and forth or like we have like a little storyline where we're like i'm the best in the world no i'm the best in the world all right we're gonna have a match that determines it's gonna be the best in the world showdown ace versus mm-hmm. savior i remember me and then this is like a few days before i had to go to college because i live in a dorm and we were like okay when we go out there, we're going to kill it. So I, I knew I knew, I need to do this. I need to absolutely put this kid over, fucking have match of the night. I don't give a fuck. We're going to wrestle our hearts out, and we're going to put on match of the night, which I personally think Anarchy 2, Savior Nace was match of the night. So I'd like to say he's probably one of my favorites to ever wrestle. One of. Uh-huh. Um, I think I said six, but I think those are like probably – I've only like I've only wrestled like WCF guys mostly more so so like those are those are like I forgot how many I named but those are guys those are the guys that I would put that I just one of some of my favorite opponents favorite opponents ever. Mm-hmm. If you could join any other federation, I mean I know you you are in WCEF, WCEF I apologize, but yeah, if you could you join can. any other federation in backyard wrestling. What federation would it be and why? Um, I think hmm, uh, that, that's a that, that's a good question. It's like I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna come and tell you like I know everything about backyard wrestling. I'm not gonna say like I'm a I watch it all because I don't like I'm not gonna tell you that I know all these guys or like I like, followed these guys' careers other than Jacob Wayne. Like I've really never really followed it much. Uh-huh. But um, I've um. I have been a little, I've been looking at BTW a little bit. I feel like that's a little cliche to say like, oh, I want to go to BTW. But if I, if, if they came, if they ever came back and they want to give Savior a call, I would listen. 
and I'd say, hey, let's do it. Okay. That's probably one of the one of the guys, one where I that ideally that's where I would want to go. Because I, I feel see. like me too. Like me and Jay, me and RJS, me and Ryan, we we're we're once I had that first conversation, it's, mm-hmm. it's been well. We talk every now and then now, but we're cool. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes I'll be talking to be like, hey, what do you think of this idea for ACW? Be like, oh, I like it, you know. Like, I mean, yeah. He's he's just one of the guys that you meet and he becomes your friend from the yard. Yeah. So you had a lot of matches in the yard. Which one would you say? I mean, it's kind of pinpoint your favorite match, so I'll I'll try to make it a bit easier. What would you say was your top five best matches in Packard Wrestling? Um, top five. Um. It probably won't be any specific order, so I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. Right I'm gonna, I, we already okay, we already touched on Saber versus Red X. That's uh, that was that's not that's one of that's one of the best ones I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we also that's to say Jacob Wayne, also my top five. Um, so the do or die main event, Red X is the WC champion versus Saber versus Warrior. That match we had probably the biggest match up until that point, and I think it's one of my favorites because it's ever title match, the first ever triple threat. With three WCF guys, the main event mm-hmm. of Do or Die. I mean, never mind you. Okay. And remember, we all went to this. We had like spots planned. We had like a whole story plan. We're like, all right, we're like, because like going into it, we all we were all really new. The end game, get Warrior as the WCF champion. So like the story, <laughs> what led into it. I think that's got to be one of my favorite matches ever. And if you haven't seen it, any of you, especially you, Derek, go watch WCF Do or Die main event. Saber Red X Warrior. Absolute barn burner. If you have time. If you have time. Um, number four, I'd have to say, I think me and my brother the first time, just one-on-one. I think that was probably one of my favorite matches ever. Um, uh-huh. Two out of three falls for the WCF title. It was the first, like, title match on pay-per-view. One of the first, like, pay-per-views back. It was called WCF Resurrection. 30 minutes with my brother. Solid match. I... Pull that one dear to my heart because I remember I did endless cardio for that match and I was like mm-hmm. going great. Um, I think like the last one would probably have to be Ace versus Savior. Already went through that one, but uh, I'll throw in one extra one. Um, okay, so we had a live event. I mean, that's how like we get money to like buy these belts and stuff. Like the actual okay. belts. It was it was Savior versus High Flyer versus Apollo Blade for the Global Championship. And that's whenever, like, I told you, like, that was me coming back after, like, a few months from college to, like, do it. Like, and fun fact, my, my friends from college actually went and watched the match. Mm-hmm. So it was fun. But that match itself was just really cool. Like, a lot of spots that we did, like, unplanned, by the way, off the top of our head. Basically, Russell freestyle, practically. Um, wow. I remember there was, like, a spot where I was doing the AJ Styles combinations. Clean as fuck. Clean as fuck. Mm-hmm. And... I did, and I followed that up with two knees from my to my friend Mark, and then he hits me with the Pele kick like the AJ Styles does, and it was all, it got a huge reaction. Like as soon as I hit the combo, everyone was like, "Oh shit!" Hit him with uh-huh. two knees, and then Pele kick, and everyone went, "Oh shit!" Like she got real. So not exactly top five, but top six. That's my top six favorite matches ever. That's good enough. And this is just bonus question. Would you ever like to see Derek Destroyer versus Savior? Um, yeah, man. 
name a time and place. We'll figure something out. We'll run it in the yard. You're right. I mean, never say never, especially in the yards. Exactly. Like, if it's if it's something they want to see, if it's something that sparks interest in the fans, hey, I'm mm-hmm. all I'm all game. Especially if you want to come to our turf, you want to come to WCF, I have absolutely no problem with whooping your ass for 800 plus. That's what's up. I mean, I don't mind getting my ass kicked. Especially, I drove many great distance. So, yeah. I mean, that sounds like a good idea to me. Hopefully, I don't think it through. Oh, get through. For real. But I believe it. I'm not saying it won't happen, but I I believe it would be a good match. Dirk Strover's the savior. Yeah. I'm just saying this because it's a question. I'm not saying this because it's a statement or anything. I can't say anything else because it hasn't happened yet. So I'm just going to leave it what if at the moment. For sure. We'll leave it what if. What if Saber and Derek Destroyer went at it? I mean, hey, well, if I, if I can get the cardio back up, we'll turn mm-hmm. the house down. Shake that ring rust off. We'll get the, we'll get the, we'll tell we'll the house down. For real. Because if you want to have a good match, then you got to have a good cardio. That's oh my sure. God, dude. I have cardio is. Oh my God. Like, I remember we did the match, the, the Halloween Havoc pay per view, or like the live show after okay. the match. I, like I just mentioned, I was absolutely fucking dead after that match. <laughs> my cardio was so bad. I was like, wrong, dude. Like, holy shit. And then I was, was like, it hot outside? Okay. Hell yeah, it was hot outside. It was like maybe 90 degrees up in that bitch. It was bad. Was like, <laughs> okay. Exactly, and I had to go and like get enough height so I can do a cross body. I was like, "Fuck my life, dude! Like, why?" And Bro. so, whenever we did, okay, so like in real time, we filmed the Warfare pay per view March fifth. I remember okay. that whole month of February, I was like, "I need to get my cardio up. I have to get at least four days of cardio in a week to survive this match." And mm-hmm. so I did it. I got into the match. And I felt nice. I felt great. So cardio does wonders. Lifting weights does wonders for the backyard mm-hmm. wrestling. Literally. For real. I mean, I've ride a lot of horses. And you need good cardio and good strength because if a horse is pulling you. Because when you ride horses, the main thing is you have to work them out. You have to, like, yeah. warm up the muscles, stretch the muscles out. Mm-hmm. So you could. Because not only the horse is an athlete, but the rider is also an athlete. So keep that in mind, yeah. people that don't really understand horse racing business. But, so in average, I ride about 11 horses every morning, mm-hmm. except Sundays yeah. because people got to rest. So, there's some horses that like to pull, so you got to hold them back. Because if a horse just, because people think when you take a horse to a workout, they think running around. But just because they run around doesn't mean you get the job done. Like, there's different types where, Different speed works out for different parts of the muscle. Like if you work them out yeah. fast, it helps up, you know, pump their blood, breathe in the oxygen. But if you want mm-hmm. a horse to like build more endurance, you have to take them long laps, but you, at a at a small, at a slow pace, so they could build yeah. more endurance. So as a rider, you know, you got to have a lot of strength and endurance to hold them back because those those are. 1,200 beast, and right now, I'm a 120-pound person. Keep that in mind. 
And when I went yeah. to do my crossover in backyard wrestling last year, I was wrestling with people that are way heavier than me. Caution. I think 170? Yeah. Oh, God damn. That's like, it was a big way difference. Yeah. And, and no disrespect to the Nature Boy Gates Flair, but he was he's a bigger dude than me. No offense. But he just is. Yeah. And compared to, like, like I'm going to be honest. I'm looking at myself in the mirror right now. I might not be big and muscular yet because I don't want to build up yet because I want to have a good horse racing run before in the future if things goes well. I might have a a wrestling run if things goes all well. So I might have to do a Christian Bale. If you guys know who Christian Bale is. Yeah, Batman. I got Batman route. For real. Because that dude, he's an amazing actor. He he went from the American, the American Psycho where he was all fit. Then he lost a lot of weight, and he was like pretty much like anorexic for like a film. Then he built a lot to be to play it as Batman. Then he went fat. Then he went Batman again. Like that's just crazy for a guy like that. Oh yeah, man. It's like he's a he's an absolute fucking lunatic. Like for real, it's insane. And speaking about lunatics, I'm gonna talk about the Joker. Heath Ledger, rest <laughs> in peace. He was oh, a yeah. phenomenal actor. And what people should also consider is that you can't blame someone if they have this role, you know, like people, when, when people first heard of that Heath Ledger was cast to play as a Joker, people criticized about that. People said, oh, he won't play as a good Joker. Now look at Robert Pattinson when he was first casted as Batman. People criticized that because he was just the guy from Twilight. But keep in mind that people that quit that um, wrong, wrong actor that Robert was also an actor for different movies and he played phenomenal roles. Yeah. And I don't know if you've seen the Batman yet. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. I caught it the other week. So hopefully everybody seen the Batman. I was not necessarily say it's a spoiler, but he did a phenomenal performance. Like I believed he was Batman. Like ever since after the movie, I started adapting his persona. I don't know why, but I just did. I was listening to something in the way. But, yeah. Just never doubt the people that, you know, just because people criticize you doesn't mean you should let them criticize you. Yeah, you're right. I agree with that completely. Yeah. And I know also, we we talked to this over the phone, but Let's talk about Spider-Man No Way Home since this oh, good. Let's, about it. let's change a different let's topic. Talk let's talk about that. Let's talk about it. For real. It it felt like a great throwback. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, the scene. Okay, so, like, you had to be in a live theater whenever Toby and Andrew walked in. For real. So, it was like. Okay, well, you so can't like, forget about oh, Daredevil. Well, you can't forget about Daredevil. Oh, yeah, for sure. You have to, like, know who he was, too. Well, like, be part of I haven't seen Daredevil yet, but. I know. I mean, I haven't seen the show, but I'm very well known. Like, I know Daredevil. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Um, just like I remember being in the theater, and my me and my friend, me and my friends, and like the portal opened. They were like, "Peter, Peter!" And yeah. I saw the suit, <laughs> I and I was like, "Wait, no!" I look at my friend Otto, and I'm like, "I noticed, I noticed fuck? something was different because of the mask." Yeah, like the mask, and I'm just like, "No way." No fucking way. He pops in. He takes off his mask. The whole theater erupts. And we're like, holy shit. What the fuck? Uh-huh. It's Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. 
And then, like, they do the little, like, thing. He comes with the walls, like, yada, yada. And it's, like, find Peter Parker. And I'm, like, okay, well, Andrew's here. Toby's definitely got to be here. And then Toby pops up through the fucking portal. I'm, like, let's fucking go. I was screaming my fucking head off when that shit happened. And I was, like, like, am I dreaming? Like, what the fuck? I just have to apologize. I got interrupted by a call, and I don't know if you recorded or not, so I apologize for that. Oh, no, nah, you're, chilling, you're chilling. No, but you're at the part where Andrew Garfield, he came out of the portal, and he removed his mask. You were at that part. Yeah. Um, so I'm just like, what the fuck? Holy shit. And then I look at my friend, and we're just like, okay, well, if Andrew's here, it's got to be Toby. And then Toby yeah. clocks out, and we're like, wait, wait. Toby pops out. I'm like, holy fucking shit! Let's go! Let's fucking go! Me and my friends were just ridiculous. <laughs> we're fucking gone. And I remember, like, fuck. I got chills. That whole movie was masterpiece. Fucking masterpiece. And, like, that For movie real. made you feel so much. It made you made you laugh. It made you cry. It made you sad. It made you mad. I mean, that, that movie was a roller coaster. That I know, with emotions. Emotions. Like, I'm going to tell you my, my my point of view when that happened. So, mm-hmm. you know, they're calling for Peter. Then we get to see, you know, the Spider-Man figure. And it comes out. And when people noticed that it was the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, people were like, oh, what? No way. But at the time we were watching it, the the time that the movie started was at 10. So me and my friends, yeah. we watched it really late. So, one, not a lot of people took in our seats because we actually reserved six seats for for our friends. But our original mm-hmm. plan, we wanted to like go to the movie theaters as a Sinister Six, you know, as a joke. Uh, I thought it would be a cool thing because a lot of people in different movie theaters, they dress up as, you know, Spider-Man or Spider-Man's villains. But like, they weren't as cosplay as me. I mean, I dressed up as Tom McGuire's Spider-Man 3, Venom. Mm-hmm. And it was a cool suit. I feel like Spider-Man, not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, I actually have a suit too. For all, but okay, so there was not a lot of people, but there was enough people to get like a loud reaction. So, like, when Andrew Garfield removed his mask, people were like, What? It wasn't like a ah, 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 but like it was like, Woo! Like a yeah, to me, I got I give that a bit pop because it's Andrew Garfield. I mean, I never, Mm -hmm. I never been full fan of his films. Not that I, I don't like his films, I've just never been interested if that makes sense compared to Toby yeah. Spider-Man there's just something about Toby Spider-Man that I just click with I guess yeah yeah for sure I mean like Toby Maguire's Spider-Man's like I mean that movie is almost as old, it's almost 20 years old I mean like I I grew up or I the know. same month that movie came out wow the 31st of May I was born so it's like uh-huh. I, I grew up I grew up with these movies like it's insane but like Andrew mm-hmm. Garfield I mean like He's he's always been a really good actor. He he's a oh, really definitely. good actor. He's badass as Spider Man, badass as Peter Parker. It's just the writing on these movies. I mean, I thought the Amazing Spider Man one was like, eh, it was, uh-huh. it, was, it, was, it was there. I mean, I guess people right? like didn't like it because I guess they weren't ready to see a new Spider Man yet. Because at the time, yeah. people were looking forward for Spider Man four. 
Yeah, because I know like it was supposed to come out like 2011 or some shit like oh, that, yeah. and it got announced, and then they were like, "Oh, it was, it's canceled," and it's like, "What the fuck?" But like, I didn't I even know. know like me being a kid, I didn't even know Spider-Man Four was a thing until like uh. later on. I was just like, "What the fuck?" Like they were gonna make another one and they, because like, look to me, Spider-Man Three genuinely wasn't that bad. It wasn't that. It wasn't even bad. Like I still think it was a really good fucking movie, a solid yeah. film. But I think just like they like fucked, the director did it was, its best. Yeah. He did his best. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, like, they did. The movie was good. I thought Emo Peter Parker was fucking hilarious. Bro. But I think it, like, Especially at his shit. time. I think the movie Especially. went to shit, like, once. Um, I think it got a little corny whenever it, like, had the part where fucking Harry gets amnesia. Completely forgets the last two movies. And he's like, hey, my right. dad's dead, right? And it's like, what the fuck? Like, that's corny as fuck. Like, looking back I on know. it, it's stupid. But like watching it in the moment, it was pretty good. But uh-huh. you know, that 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 was kind of corny. It was whatever. But like the thing but, is, they had all these villains. Uh-huh. They had all of these villains. So it's like, what the fuck? Okay, so like Goblin's out because he got a he got amnesia. Then mm-hmm. we got Sandman. Sandman's gone. And Venom and hasn't got, came out yet. Yeah. Then we got Venom. Like I think Venom. Topher Grace was a fucking horrid Venom. He was fucking horrid as Venom. But like, I think it's funny. I just, I just think it's funny. It's like Eric Foreman from fucking That 70s Show with Venom. Like, it's funny I know. shit to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's not like... a bad Venom. Just people don't aren't customized to that Venom compared to the Venom we have right now with Tom Hardy. Yeah. But I like I like that Venom from Spider-Man 3. I just wish mm-hmm. it wasn't, like, forced or shoved into Spider-Man 3. Because from what I heard, Spider-Man 3 was supposed to have... It was supposed to be about... You know, Harry Osborn and, you know, the new Goblin, but it's also mm-hmm. supposed to have, you know, the last, the end story of Harry Osborn. And, but mm-hmm. the main villain was supposed to be Sandman. And probably Spider-Man 4 was supposed to be Venom. Yeah, but I remember I read somewhere it was like, he originally didn't want Venom. Like, mm-hmm. he just didn't want Venom in there whatsoever. But then like, the studio, like, forced them to put Venom in. And I'm like, it could have been so much better without Venom. And I know, yeah. like, I looked up, like, other interviews and stuff, and I think it's, like, Sam Raimi was, like, oh, I regret it. Like, not a day goes by where I don't think about it. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, Spider-Man 4, it could have been good, but I'm pretty sure that would have been the definitive end. But, I mean, like, Spider-Man 3 was an okay end. I mean, like, it was it was okay. It was cool. But, like, oh. but then No Way Home, it was, like, okay, this is, a this could probably be the definitive end of, like, everything. So, like, uh-huh. it was nice. Like, to me, like, Spider-Man 3, like, it to other people, it could have been, like, an end. But to me, like, it kind of felt like there was some unclosure to other stuff. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed. Like, for example, Dr. Connors, you know? He was yeah. supposed to become the lizard. I don't know how or when, but he was supposed to become the lizard. Then you also have the vulture, which he hasn't made his debut yet until Spider-Man 4. Also Black Cat. But did yeah. you know Mysterio was in all Spider-Man movies of Tobey Maguire? Oh, I think it was supposed to be the what's it called? Bruce Campbell. The ringing out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him, him. That's what I heard. Bro. It was like that's Bro. what the thing was supposed to be. Because the story is that Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell, they're best friends. Like they're really good friends. I don't know yeah, if you've seen yeah, this, yeah. this these movies, but there's a movie that's called Evil Dead, and it's a really good horror film. It's pretty much when Sam Raimi early days of directing. So he was like a horror director. And if you don't notice, if you didn't notice this, but Spider-Man is kind of like a horror film. You have the Green Goblin, 
you have Doc Ock when he wakes up from the hospital, then you have Venom. Mm-hmm. Like, he has some horror elements. But now Doctor Strange 2? No, he's... I'm excited for that shit. I know, like, Spot Toby's supposed to be in there, apparently. I know. I mean, like, I've read all this shit, and then they're thinking about, apparently, the Superior Iron Man with, like, Tom Cruise. They're going to have... I remember, I remember, like, someone was, like, looking in. They were like, oh, is that Deadpool? And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, are you going to get Deadpool in this shit, too? I mean, it's it's a cool thing of, like, hearing rumors because, you know... We get interested, but imagine if we lived in a world where rumors wasn't a big deal compared to right now. Oh yeah, like everything's like like, like no way home. Like imagine we like we saw the trailer, and that's it. Like we didn't make any big expectations, or we didn't try to expose the truth. We're like, ooh, like Andrew Garfield is confirmed because he's like that one po like that one picture where he's sitting down and has his head has his hand on the rail. Yeah, like people try to spoil it around. YouTube promoting it one hop. But like imagine if we live in a world where we got to see No Way Home without any spoilers whatsoever besides just the trailer and imagine just experiencing the whole movie without hearing any spoilers whatsoever. Uh, we'd be living in a perfect world if that were the case. For real. I know I forgot to state this when I told you about my theater some reaction but I cried when I saw Toby, like, good God almighty, because Toby, (laughs) he's a Spider-Man icon, and not because of the memes, but, I mean, he's just Spider-Man. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, that movie was probably, like, one of the main reasons I cried in, like, fucking months. Like, it's been months since I cried. Like, I think Uh where the movie got me itself was, like, whenever Tom was, like, uh, whenever he was telling telling MJ bye, Mm -hmm. and it was, like, fuck, bro, it's, like, he really got a lever. Like, God damn, bro, that fucking got me. So I uh-huh. was like, man, that's fucking sad. I mean, I'm not trying to compare, like, which Spider-Man is better, but I like Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man because he has no help, like, compared to, what's his name? Tom Holland. Like, he's got a lot of help from Tony Stark. Like, he got to, like, fix his suit. He got... I don't think he helped, ever helped them with financial problems or whatnot. But, like, Tom McGuire, he had to suffer, like, when he was dealing with rent problems, you know? Mr. Divikovich. Yeah. Like, that guy, he's just a straight-up meme. Like, I can't watch a single Spider-Man trilogy without laughing because of the memes. <laughs> Especially the part, which is a nice callback in No Way Home, when Norman Osborn, he goes up to... Tom Holland, when he needs help, he's like, you know, I'm something of a scientist myself. Yeah. Like, that was a nice callback. But did you know Venom was supposed to be in it? Uh, Yeah, because I know they had him, um, what's it called? They had him cameo at the end of Venom, uh-huh. and then they bring him back. He gets teleported back to his own universe, and uh-huh. then the symbiote gets left behind. So, like, I'm pretty sure, like, I know where they're going with it. Either mm-hmm. like an Eddie Brock variant. Is it going to be an Eddie Brock variant or it's just going to end up being Flash Thompson, like his agent Venom? I don't. When I see Flash Thompson, like, I thought he was a bully. I mean, I'm just saying this because of the Tom McGuire series, but like, I always thought he was a bully, not like a nerd compared to the MCU Flash. Yeah, they made him a goof. I know. Like, I thought I was the only one. That I noticed that. 
But one thing that I noticed that was kind of like an Easter egg to DC Universe, DC Comics, the book where Flash Thompson's whole Flashpoint. Yeah. Which which is the same thing in the Batman world. It's kind of like the multiverse, but instead of going to different worlds, they go back to the past where instead of Bruce Wayne becoming Batman, Batman actually died in the night where his parents were supposed to get killed. So his father becomes Batman and the mother becomes the Joker. Oh, shit, really? Is that yeah. like an actual story? or? Yeah, it's an actual story. Well, it's in an animated movie, but you can't go wrong with animated movies, especially with yeah. DC. But Yeah, you're right. There are some cool Easter eggs throughout the movie. There were some cool actions. Like, we got to see Norman Osborn use a Batista bomb during the movie. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, no, you mean, um, to call. Are you talking about No Way Home? Yeah, when he was finding him, Tom Holland. Oh, yeah, that was. In the apartment. Insane. Did you know they actually had a screen, a scene where Tom McGuire actually fought the Green Goblin in the movie? Yeah, and then they fucking took it out. This is like, why the fuck would you not have them interact? It's like, it's fucking stupid. For real, like, the only time they interact was when Green Goblin, you know, stabbed Toby. But I feel like I wish they could have just interacted more. Yeah, I think that's definitely, like, something they should have done. Because, I mean, that was Toby's first villain. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, you're not going to go and capitalize after that? Like, Andrew and the Lizard interacted. Tom Holland interacted with all of them, and then to- Toby didn't even do anything. I know they but- couldn't meant- I know they couldn't bring um, James Franco to the movie because controversy. But I, I like the idea that they m- mentioned him. Yeah, because that was really was- good for real. I mean, I liked um Harry Osborn and Peter Parker's friendship. I thought that was a cool friendship. Yeah. But overall, that, that was one of the best movies I've ever seen in 2021. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Spider-Man's definitely... If I had to pick between, like, Spider-Man and Batman, like, those are, like, my two go-to. Like, if it's not Spider-Man, it's it's Batman. But For real. I think Spider-Man No Way Home was a better movie than the Batman. No, that's just me. I don't know if that's me being biased, but... That's that's just how I feel. I mean, I'm not saying this because I want to disagree with you. I'm not trying to say this because, you know, I'm trying to make this like a debate or whatnot. But... Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, like, I, I always prefer Batman over any superhero because if you look at Batman, he doesn't have any superpowers. Sure, he may be rich, exactly. but especially in the Dark Knight trilogy, like, what I liked about that movie, like, it takes place in a world where it could legit happen. It's so much realism into that movie. Like Batman is based in a realistic world where he doesn't have any superpowers, but he does have depression problems where a lot of people do. And he's, you know, dark, which I like, especially in the Batman where, you know, he's he's just he likes to be in the dark a lot. He's not the billionaire playboy yet because he doesn't know how to yet because he's too busy learning how to be the Batman. But anyways, yeah. that's pretty much what I thought about the Batman and Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, the last question that I want to say for to you for Beyond the Yard episode. How would you rate your career in Becker Wrestling? Um, 
how I would rate my career. I think I've in my own in my own in my own federation. Like I think, oh, I mean, I've held the title for four hundred plus days. I mean, I I held the fucking global title. I faced everybody. I've had barn burners. You had great matches, like you said. Exactly. I, I brought in brought in Jacob Wayne and William Barker again. Shout out to Jacob Wayne and William Barker. Some of the most down to earth human beings you'll ever meet. Um, I I do feel like I have some unfinished business. Well, not not unfinished business. Well. I would say unfinished business in backyard wrestling. I feel like I still have a lot more to prove. I feel like I still have a lot more I want to do. I want to help build other stars in WCF. I want to get like all these new guys over as much as I possibly can. Cause I mean, there's going to be a time where I'm like, they're going to, they're going to ask me like, Hey, you want to do a show? Like, no, I, I, I'm not going to do a show. Mm-hmm. I can't like, I've got other things to worry about, but I have gotten asked. Like, when are you going to, like, is there, like, another, when are you going to come back? Like, are you going to come back? Like, is there going to be? But let me just say, like, I am, Saber will be back. Saber will be back in WCF. Not as much as I used to be because of college, but Saber will 100% be back eventually. But I think outside of all that, I, it'd be really cool to do more crossovers for sure. Like, I know I was supposed to go in there with me and Jack Delta. We talked about get it in there together eventually because like spoiler alert, he was supposed he was actually supposed to come to wcf uh, like i know i i know i'm allowed to say that now because he's not like here like he's not wrestling anymore but he was he was actually supposed to come to wcf eventually have a run we were gonna run savior delta but he eventually you know he had to call it a career because of some stuff mm-hmm. like i said I'm, I'm he doesn't he doesn't even know i'm saying this jack delta one of the, another one of the most down to earth human beings ever. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I do know I need, I have plenty more to prove. I want to show like I guess show the world that Savior is someone you shouldn't sleep on. Like I'm someone you shouldn't I'm someone you shouldn't sleep on when it comes to backyard wrestling. Like I know it's kind of hard to prove it when you're in college most of the year and then you come back. But mm-hmm. that's part of one of my that's one of my main goals for this next run I'm gonna have. But I know that everyone's gonna be like, hey, like what happens after the whole warfare match? Uh, I, it's it's hard to say. It's hard to say where we go from here. But I see. All I'm saying is this. All I'm saying is this. Any of you that listen to this, Carson or RJS or Swift or any of you guys, hey, want some? I'm all ears. Let's make it happen. You heard the man. You heard Savior. If you want some, go get some. <laughs> Any last words before we head out? Uh, I just want to say thank you, Mr. Derek, for having me on Beyond the Yard. This was a, this was a unique, <laughs> a unique moment in my life. I mean, I never thought he'd be on a backyard wrestling podcast. It's it's just absolutely ridiculous to even think about. I, mean, I would love like, to have a talk then, show, but. I mean, this is the closest that I will ever have to a talk show at the moment. So here we go. Exactly. But thank you for having me. I value you wherever you're, if you're watching this, on your way back from work, on your lunch break, wherever. Thank you for all your time. Thank you for watching WCF. Thank you for listening to me and Derek. I want you to do me a favor and hit a subscribe button on the channel. W- Plenty more content to come. What happens at Voltage, 
I mean, at this point, it's Wednesday. The two matches beforehand had already been posted. Or, yeah, had been posted. Don't miss the rest of it. Sabre returns this upcoming Saturday in the Warfare match. Am I going to get my ass kicked? Am I green in the ring still? Am I going to do something fucking crazy? Check it out, WCW Warfare. And don't forget, he's not giving me anything to tell you this. Sub to ACW. And keep on listening to these Beyond the Yard podcasts. This is absolutely surreal to be a part of. And wherever you're listening from, hope you have a good one. Wow. I I am shocked by that. You know, that's huge props. Thank you, bro, for, you know, also mentioning ACW. Yeah, sure. But, you know, if it wasn't for you guys, ACW wouldn't be here because, you know, we can't perform with an empty crowd. So thank you guys for watching ACW. Hopefully you enjoy the episode. I know I was supposed to say, I know I said I was going to upload it on Friday, but hopefully they uploaded it on sun, Saturday. Keep enjoying the future content. Also, keep enjoying the Beyond the Yard episode because you don't know who's going to be on Beyond the Show or Beyond the Yard. Who knows? Savior might be back again. Maybe. Strong maybe. Maybe at this point we'll be hyping up our long and hopefully hopefully long-anticipated match, Jake fucking Xavier versus Derek Destroyer. Maybe. That is true. Or I'll be coming back on to talk about how I just whooped Jacob Wayne's ass for the second time. Jacob, if you don't bring your pansy ass over to Poth again, I'm going to come find you. I'm going to whoop your ass. I promise you. A cold though on the podcast. Wow. Nah, we're we're beyond that. But again, beyond that. Beyond that, beyond the yard, beyond that. I just want to say yeah. thank you for being a part of Beyond the Yard. We we love having you. Hopefully, we could have you in the near future. Everybody that's listening to this, thank you for listening to Beyond the Yard. For all the people that want to be in the future episode of Beyond the Yard, just hit me up. That's the only way to be a part of it. If not, then, you know, if I see that you're interested, I'll, you know, give you a, a DM and I'll be like, hey, bro, you want to be a part of it? And you said, yeah, then let's do it. No, then. Oh, well. But enjoy the future episodes. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Right now, it's 1222 at night. It's getting late. We recorded for almost an hour, probably more than an hour right now. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Everybody stay safe. And have a good night. This is Derek Destroyer signing off.